The views and opinion and comments on this episode of the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinion by any law enforcement department or agency. Content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Now that that's out the way, let's get this show started. Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Black and Blue Vet Girl Podcast, the only podcast that was made by law enforcement for law enforcement. To express our thoughts, our concerns, ideas, or hey, if you just want to vent, you can do that too. Now hold on, wait a minute, civilians. We haven't forgot about you. We welcome you to listen in. We'd like to hear from you. I'm not alone. I brought back up who's on this ride along with me. Wadi. And Holiday. And I'm Jules. We have a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. On today's episode, the Vanguards are rapping about the horrible incident that led to the killing of Tariq Nichols by the five Memphis officers and much, much more. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's get busy. What you know good, Holiday? And I'm all good. Wait, wait, wait a minute. There, there we go. Ah, <laughs> much better. I'm Uh-oh. good now. What you, cr- you crack open, man? What you crack open over there? Um, um, some water. <laughs> some water huh you need a sound like you sound like you had a bottle pop uh a, a bottle opener <laughs> yeah whatever it is it's, it's quite delicious okay <laughs> all right that's cool that's cool cat daddy yeah. uh miss wadi what's happening how you doing i'm good all is well on my end guys yeah. well you know what i got a little bit of bad news for everybody I was watching the news and I saw that the ground had had, saw, had seen the shadow. So you know what that means. I think it's four or six more weeks of winter. All right. Yeah, that's, that's good news, right? <laughs> yeah, depending how you look at it. For us, it could be, could be good news. When it's cold, you know, less crime, which it's, it's supposed to, but it's been, it's been busy. But, uh, Man, I just can't wait to to get some warmer weather, some you know, some spring, some summer, you know, so we can kind of kind of enjoy the enjoy outside a little bit. But that you know, so far so good. This winter hasn't been bad. The winter hasn't been bad so far, man. What you, actually, what you guys think? It haven't actually. That you know, haven't. no, you know, really, no snow. Yeah, right. So far, so far, so good. Let me knock on, let me knock on wood right quick. You know, so you far, go. so good. But this is the Windy City. This is Chicago. We seen we have seen snow in April, so <laughs> yeah. And plus, February is known to drop the most typically. Mm. Hey, thanks, Miss Waddy. You know, if you wasn't a if you wasn't a police officer, I think you can you make a damn good meteorologist. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I just be attention. Sometimes I don't pay attention a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man, holiday. And Miss Waddy, I shouldn't exclude you. And Miss Waddy, I guess you, you can answer this too. Who y'all got for the Super Bowl? We got Kansas City and Philly. Who y'all who y'all going for? I'll I'll go for whoever y'all go for. I am not up to date, up to part on 
that at all. I've never been. Sports, I've never been. Yeah, no worries. No worries, Miss Whitey. No worries. Holiday, Cat Daddy, who, who you got? I got whoever win me some money. <laughs> long, <laughs> long, 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 that long as them four corners hit, I'm good. Okay, so you're getting a couple of football pools, huh? Yeah. Well, but, 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 but I'm a fan of my homeboy, so I may rock Casey. All right. All right. Okay. All right. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna root for. I'm gonna go for Philly. I'm gonna go for Philly. I'm gonna see what's uh what they're gonna do. Uh, I'm like you. Hey, whoever wins, I just want a good Super Bowl. That's all. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get rolling. Let's get rolling. Uh, anything new on the beat, guys? Not for me. Uh oh. Wait a minute, Miss Waddy. Come on now. Come on. I know you got some. Come on. Come on. You, you be a modest. I know you have some. No, not for me. Everybody ain't been acting too crazy over where we at. All right, everybody, everybody uh, on their P's and Q's. Everybody's acting accordingly. All right, that's good. That's good. Uh, Holiday, how about you, man? Well, watch who you watch. Uh, watch who you date. Watch who you have. Uh, well, I ain't gonna say who you have a baby by. Watch who you date. Okay. Yeah, I was very disappointed. Everybody know me as the 19 Paul champion. Okay. okay. Apparently, we had some uh, dumb crap domestic um, guy calls. Girls want girl want him arrested. Mm-hmm. She has a two year old guy. Guy tell us he don't want nothing done, but he did have a uh, order of protection on her. But it wasn't served. Mm, okay. And he right. didn't follow up. He didn't go to court. Okay. So she was hollering in front of the sergeant and everybody. I want him rested, 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 rested. He had more scratches. He had more cuts. She she had like a little tiny, like a fingernail cut. But she was crying. She made a scene. Long story short, she found out that she wasn't getting arrested because she's no, she's not in the system. Okay. The order of protection. Mm-hmm. She left. Okay, good. No, 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 no. Sorry, charge like yeah, because of what happened. We'll make a report. Oh God. <laughs> for those who know me, no, I don't like <laughs> doing report or arrest for dumb stuff. That's what it is. It's a code. Right. They ain't gonna do nothing with it. She said she she claims he he abuses her, but you're still with him. Said, so when I asked her that, I said, "Can I ask you something, man? If he uh do all this to you, this ain't no sign. You don't right. see this as a sign to leave." Mm-hmm. She just stood there with a deer in the headlights. I said, "All right, whatever." <laughs> so watch who you date. There you go. There you go. Uh, PBA, your public broadcast announcement by uh, yours truly, Mr. Holiday. Holiday. <laughs> Watch who you date. Hey, you know, you know what, there, Holiday. You, I, hey, every, a lot of people need to take heed on what you just said right there. If you're going to court, if you're going to date or court, make sure you know who you date and who you court. And ask these questions. If you see any red flags. You know what I'm saying? Don't just ignore them. You know, talk about it. 
you know, because you get into a situation you can't get out of, and then you sit up there looking, hey, you're looking at the police to do something. Nope, it's your mess. Something new on the beat for me, uh, it's also domestic too. And I'm both drunk. <laughs> yeah, it was comical. That's not right. <laughs> it was comical because, you know, the female call, we go up there and she wants the guy out. I said, well, what happened? Uh, he, I forget what she's, I wasn't even paying attention really. But <laughs> <laughs> she, she was just yelling and I'm just like, what, what, what happened? Here, so here's this cat coming around the corner and he threw me off because he only had one arm. So he had no shirt on. And, it, and I'm like, okay. I was like, my eyes had to get adjusted because I'm like, man, this dude only had one arm with no older shirt guy? on. Yeah, he older cat. On, on, on six, seven? Yeah, yeah. In that apartment building? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, you've been I, there. I dealt. Yeah, oh. and, and he knows me. So, I dealt with him for me, son. I was like, so she ran in the room. She said, I want them out. I want my money and I want them gone. So I'm like, wait a minute, are you guys married? You guys both stay here? He said, yeah, we both stay here. And I'm like, oh, okay. Did any any physical thing happen? Not really. She just wanted her money so he can, or he can leave. So she ran in the bedroom. So I walked in the bedroom, of course, knocked on the door. I was like, "Uh, listen, is it just, can you guys just coexist and you know, take it easy because I mean, you guys both, I can't escort him out. He lives here. You know, that's like him saying he wants you out. If you live here, I can't really escort you out without any, you know, anything happened. Like, and she, she called, she called me, she called me a B and said, I ought to slap your ass and get out of my room. (laughs) I was like, what? I said, what happened? I was like, I started laughing because I was like, whoa. I said, what happened? I said, I get mad. I said, why are you mad at me wow. for? <laughs> wow. Hey. So and yeah. That couple, yeah, that couple there is ruthless, man. Yeah, I was working with my man Danny Boy. And uh, you know, when she said, when she when she said she'll slap me, <laughs> her her guy came, came in the room with his one arm and, and he said, Who you gonna slap? <laughs> and he was acting like he was about to approach her. I said, "Hold on, there, hold on, killer, hold on. Let's 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 just let's back up here." Uh, I said she was talking to me. She was talking. To me. He's like, she. He was like, she said she was gonna slap you, officer. I said yes. He said she crazy. <laughs> I said you're absolutely right. So, yeah, that was that was that was a real funny moment there. I, I know what to make of. It's like being in a in a Quentin Tarantino movie or something, I don't know, but but yeah, man. Uh, so so when you got there, was the stuff all knocked on the floor in the kitchen? No, no, it was like no, it was cool. It was like they just what, had a little. It was just drunk and stuff. They was both drunk and just yeah. Every time know. I go, he's shirtless and she's in her drawers. Oh my god, she's in her drawers and she's a real skinny person. Oh. Man, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you have to see that. Yeah, every time. Mm. There's like, certain there's certain people in this world that shouldn't be walking around with just some drawers on. Yeah, she be one of them with a t-shirt and drawers. <laughs> with that little rasp voice. I know them well. Yeah. Yeah, so apparently she wanted to slap me. 
<laughs> man, I laughed at that. I laughed at her. How did you feel? Do you need to go to EAP or anything? You know what, Miss Whitey, I might have to take you up on some EAP, you know, a little peer support. I didn't feel, I didn't, you know, thank you, Miss Whitey. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't appreciate it. That's how I feel. I didn't appreciate I it. I came there to help. She and must I tried have been intimidating you. She must have been what now? She must have been real intimidating to you. Yeah, she probably scared you a little bit. Yeah, she. I, I didn't go tell that lie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go tell that lie. I'll sit up there laughing at her. It's Man. hard not to laugh sometimes. It really is. Mm-hmm. The big guy, little woman, tell me I'll slap you. <laughs> yeah, and call me a B. I know. I, and call me a B. Man, damn lady. Oh well, hey, holiday. Any follow-ups, man? All right, we have a few people who sent some suggestions on how to cut violence in Chicago. Um, we have one right here from Ice, and um, he sent the audio, and we had little difficulties, but I will read what he said and uh we want to thank him for um sending it in and uh he wrote i think if the government will put some real money into the unserved communities that will go a long way Mm. okay okay i mean that's fair yeah i agree you you know we can go a long way too no what's that if the government put some put some more more ends in my pockets, I can go a long yeah. way too. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, like moonshine. Hell yes, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. Money in our pockets. We have anything else? And then we have one from uh, Rich. You know, he uh, sent us his audio. Uh, I think it's three solutions. One is legally, one is politically, and one is financially. Legally, you get the police back their job. Simple and plain. Give them back their job and pay them and give them the resources needed in order to do their job how they need to do it. That's one. Politically, um, call out the culprits. The, one, the main ones committing these crimes, call them out. For this young black team come up with a, uh, uh, I guess, quote unquote, a sexy phrase to call it in terms of who's committing these crimes. So the ones who committing the crimes don't feel so comfortable because they know that everybody's looking at them. They're comfortable doing it because they know they're not going to get called out for what they're doing. And the third thing is financially, it can't be a dream. If you're under 18 and you commit a crime, your guardian needs to be held responsible as well. Whether it's you lose your benefits, you get paid a fine, you got to do some time too. Because it's one thing if you don't give a damn about yourself, but it's a different monster knowing that if you get caught the people that are that are uh sit right there with you. That's what that is. So get the police back their job, politically call out who the who the ones committing the crime and the guardians of the of these people who are uh under eighteen, uh they gotta uh they have to be held liable to and responsible to whether it's command paying a fine, being held uh losing their benefits or doing time. 
man, appreciate you, Rich, for for sending that in. Uh, you know, I I I really agree with the part where he said untie the uh untie pretty much untie essentially what he's saying, untie the officer hands and you know, allow us and give us the tools and the stuff we need to uh do our jobs. I mean, that's yeah, I'm I'm of course I'm of course I know we all for that. So. Yeah. yeah, for sure. 100%. One hundred percent. I'm down. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Rich. Yeah. Thanks for the sending that. We always appreciate for people who always send us feedback and let us know uh, how they feel and you know, you know, and it's just showing us love, man. We definitely appreciate it. Miss Waddy, any notification? Yeah, we got a few or a couple. A man was hospitalized after ingesting rat poison in a Taco Bell burrito. I'm not Uh-oh. shocked. Uh oh. The Arapaho County Sheriff's Office says it has opened an investigation into how rat poison ended up in a man who bought a burrito one Sunday afternoon from a Taco Bell restaurant at 16776 East Smoky Hill Road in Aurora, Colorado. Larry Swift, the ra- restaurant manager, said the man ordered three bean burritos and was given a fourth burrito for free. At about 7 p.m., the man became sick after eating the food. Emergency services was called and the man was transported to the hospital. The doctor said the man possibly ate some rat poison. The restaurant was closed down following the investigation. The owner of Taco Bell stated they are working with local authorities in their investigation. That's insane and sick. Mm -hmm. And sad. You know, I had Taco Bell the other day, man. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I ain't had them <laughs> since I've been introduced to real tacos all throughout my district. I do not eat Taco Bell at all. Okay. I don't do fake tacos no more. Damn. Okay. All right, Miss Waddy. We know we we know you we know you talked about you don't go to Wendy's and Burger King and McDonald's and now Taco Bell's on the list. Yep. <laughs> okay. The next one, the Chicago Police Department is investigating multiple burglaries of their own vehicles. Mm. Five CPD vehicles were damaged at the South Shore Cultural Center. The thieves got away with Cadillac converters from the trucks used to transport the mounted unit. That is pathetic. Wow. They do this stuff for opportunity at this point. Cadillac converted thieves and get CPD cars. Mm-mm-mm. You know, uh, CPD is hosting like a, a vehicle safety uh, day. I know it's come. I, I know different districts have different dates or something like that. But I know they're going. They doing uh, like they put your information on the calorie converters now. Uh, they're giving out clubs for people who yeah. have uh, Hondas or it's Kias or whatever the case may be. So I guess we yeah. need to we need a safety day for our own cars too. For, for own squad cars. Yeah, right? <laughs> Just want to remind the public and throw this out there. Anonymous tips, up to $5,000 for the tips leading to gun trafficking charges or convictions, and also up to $15,000 for any tips leading to homicide charges or convictions. You can always call 833-408-0069, or you can also email cbdtip.org. Hey, that's self-explanatory right there. We need it. We need it. All right, so let's get let's let's go to work on this. Uh, the main event of this of this show, we're talking about 
Tyreek Nichols, the young man who lost his life by the hands of five Memphis police officers. I know we all have seen the video, but before we get into it right quick, we just wanna speak on a couple of things. Um, we wanna give our thoughts and prayers to a few uh, brothers and law enforcement officers who lost their lives the past couple of weeks. We had a Milwaukee police officer, he was murdered while trying to apprehend a robbery suspect. Also, a, a Pennsylvania police officer was fatally shot and another wounded while responding to a domestic incident this past Monday. Um, right? We want to give our thoughts and prayers also to an off-duty New York police officer who was shot and killed during a temporary robbery. Yeah, that officer's name is Adib Fias. Now, Adib Fias was, is only, was only 26 years old. Father of two young girls. Man, the Milwaukee, the Milwaukee, the Milwaukee police officer was only 37 years old for for served years on the police department. And then we also have one in um out there in Selma, Selma, a Selma police officer, Gonzalo Carrasco, 24 years old, was gunned down on the 31st of January. I mean, wow. our, our thoughts and prayers go out to the family of the family and friends of those officers who were just brutally murdered and, you know, killed, paid the ultimate sacrifice while protecting and serving their, their communities. Yeah. So I, we just want to highlight that real quick. And, and the reason why, in the academy, they always, they train us never have a us versus their mentality. So we're going to talk about Tyree Nichols, but we also got to talk about the men and women in law enforcement that also was killed in the line of duty. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we hear, we hear, we need reforms. We need justice. We need this and that consent decree, all that get rid of the bad apples, get rid of the racism. Okay. But we get officers in many different demographics. These was did, uh, the New York officer was 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 Middle Eastern. You know, you have you have different uh, nationalities, different demographics of people that work in, in law enforcement. But sometimes they don't see that. They just see they just see blue. Mm -hmm. You know, a life a life is a life. A life is a life. If you're gonna raise a if you're gonna raise a muck on this, then you should be outraged over here too. That's all what we're trying to say. We heard we heard a lot about Tyree Nick. It was broadcasting everywhere. But I bet you my next paycheck, a lot of you guys gonna gonna respond to the show saying we didn't know that many police officers were, were shot and killed in two weeks' time since the 31st of January until until now. And this is the second week of uh Second week of February. We didn't hear it. Of course not. Because as we was taught not to have an us versus them mentality, the people in the world have an us versus them mentality. Mm -hmm. And we're that's what taught they're that We're taught to think objectively, but they're not. Right. And that's the problem on how we cannot bridge this gap because 
there's there's entities and powers and and, 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 and that's running this running this 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 worldly system want to keep the division. That's why it's so hard to bridge this gap. But okay, you know, just a little food for thought. Right? Man, listen, our prayers, our hearts, our condolences go out to these, to also to the Tyreek Nichols families as well, but also to our brothers in, in law enforcement. All right, let's get on to let's talk about Tyreek Nichols. Let's talk about these these officers, and I'm using them word and using officers real loosely. We seen the video. What was going through your heads when you saw the video? Well, my thing was, here we go again with some selfless officers taking their job to their head. And I say this a lot because it, it, it is true and they do exist on the department everywhere. It's too many cops who have their identity behind their badge and they really believe this job is what makes them look tough. And without this job, they would be considered lame and no real backbone. And that's what I saw because you jumped on, y'all jumped and beat somebody brutally, not caring about the fact that the, the war on police is not justifiable. Mm-hmm. Just like the war on minorities from corrupt cops was never justifiable because racism and discrimination and racial profiling has been an issue for decades from all police departments, not as a whole, because again, we know all of us aren't the same, but there has been a history where corrupt cops were doing that behind his badge and some were being covered. That's a fact, that is a reality. So with that being said, they knew what us well-meaning and good cops have been trying to counter and what we try to do every day. And y'all literally say, yeah, we gonna do this cause we big and bad, we gonna do this. I'm like, y'all sitting up here making it worse for us once again, when we just, if we even overcame, you know what I'm saying, from 2020. right? And 2021 mm-hmm. and 2022. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The last two years was, um, it was a lot for police officers, all of us. Mm-hmm. And y'all sitting up here once again, showing people like you got these corrupt, stupid cops who had behind badges. First of all, all y'all big on that video. Right. You just threatened by a skinny old dude. Okay. And okay. it's still, I have to look into it to see how accurate it is, but apparently it was a vendetta against him. And if it is a vendetta against him, I forgot which one of the cops' names. That's what I'm saying. You ain't really got no real backbone or no real balls because, and I say that in a way where it's to say, like, you don't have, you don't have the same energy. You not really, you can't stand on your own two feet without that badge because if you really had an issue with a man, another man, why can't you go one-on-one with him or address him outside your uniform? Why can't you have a conversation with him outside your uniform? Not that whatever his vendetta that, that they alleged was justified, but right. again, if you're going right. to approach, if you're going to start something with somebody, be a man and say, I can do this one-on-one. You need, your, you need a, a team of people to help you come after him. 
or just in, in general, how y'all behind a badge brutalizing a man and it's disgracing y'all department. Y'all doing exactly what the media wants y'all to do. Correct. For the media who already hates police, why would you give them that leeway like that? Mm-hmm. And not even just about like, it makes us look bad. That is a human being. How can you just sit up here, not seek help, and not dig for the roots of why you have that much hatred in your heart to where you can really feel good doing this to a human being? No justification at all. That is a human Mm-mm. life that you took in the most sick and wicked and twisted way because you did it behind a badge. You have the top authority where you have, you basically have the license to whereas if you are, if your life is in imminent danger, you can take somebody's life. Why? I always ask that question. Why do cops, some like corrupt cops, not us, not all of us who are good, but why do cop, some of the bad cops, like, how do you sit up here and make it up in your mind? I'm going to take advantage of this sworn oath that I made. And I'm going to abuse that authority. And y'all literally sit up here and brutalize this man like he was an animal. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was rough. It was it was a little, a little rough to watch. It kind of reminded me of a, a, of a real type of, it reminded me of just a gang. Yes. That's what it reminded me of. It reminded me of like a, you see someone world star, like, you know, but these were just police officers. If that, if that, but holiday cat dad, once you get in here, man, what, what, what was you, you saw the video. What was, what was going through your mind? Um, there's some, there's some numb nuts. They're jackasses. There's a disgrace to the badge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they got what they deserve. Um, pretty much as redundant to what Miss Roddy said, you know, uh, there's no explanation. That's not how we roll. Hell, honestly, I thought it was a damn action movie. Right. I, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Training day two? I don't know what this was. I it it was almost like could I thought it was people dressing as cops doing this. Like mm. I didn't even mm-hmm. think it was real. I thought it was like five people that had clothes and because that's what it remind me of because this ain't something you see this ain't this not right. even cop behavior exactly exactly, exactly. pull out and, and start welling like like throwing somebody at that's not even even if you go to youtube you ain't gonna find something like that and in no states no cities like that how they did it so uh, to me, man, it was just, you know, to keep it short and sweet, it, it was a disgrace. They got what they deserve. Um, they're morons, and they uh, made us look bad. Um, it, it was just messed up, man. And, you know, and go ahead and, and, you know, prayers to the families, man, because that, that was ridiculous. Yeah, you know how they Miss Waddy. I'm, I'm with you. I'm looking at this thing and saying, this isn't police-like behavior. You know, I've been upset. I've been upset at some certain jobs, but I never wanted to. Not gonna lie, have I played out in my head? Maybe, yeah, but to sure. actually do something like that, no, no, because you know that that's not we like you're saying. It's still a human being, and it's like, all right, okay, what did what he what he did he 
did he hurt a baby? You know, there's certain things I'm like, okay, okay. They, they, they popped off because they saw him, you know, do something to an innocent child, but a traffic stop. Officer Demetrius Haley was the one who took pictures and sent it to a few people and also, also to a, uh, a, a, a girlfriend or, or a friend. Yeah. So, you know, more investigation going to come out. They end up firing a six, six officer, uh, Preston Hemphill, you know, uh, the, uh, who else? EMS, emergency services. Three of those guys got, got fired. I mean, this is just, this was a mess. But you know what? We're going to play something because I'm still, you know, we all in like in shock and all about about this like what is going through their minds how did we get here with all this all the things that's going on like miss Waddy said with george floyd and the civil unrest for three years in the, in the pandemic i mean what will possess somebody to do something like this so we have a clip that we're gonna we're gonna play i guess to i guess to shed some 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 i guess to share some thoughts on what they was thinking about and and we'll, we'll go from there. You can't run on time. I know. I see y'all. I see his ass run. You can't run on time. I'm showing my chickens. I had to the ground. I like, fuck my leg, bro. I know I'm going to feel this shit. Bro, my shit been hurting all day. But when I seen that boy running, bro, that hey. motherfucker ain't sorry no more. Bro. Yes, bro. Bro. Come on, fuck over here. That motherfucker high. He high. Come on. Come on. Hey, sit up, bro. Yeah. Reach for my gun. Then when he got him to the yeah. car, 
Okay, guys. Well, all right. So on that video, that's come that's coming for their their body cameras, and you know they say any you know that Tyree Nichols touched it, you know, reached for his gun, swung at the officer, and must be on dope. He was so strong, and you know all that. I don't know. It's still up. It's still. I don't know. Obviously, sound like garbage to me. Yeah, I'm about to say. Obviously, none of that happened because they was they was fired. Listen, these cats got fired, stripped, fired, and charged within 20 days. Probably less than that. And they talking about their charges from second degree murder, aggravated assault, aggravated kidnapping, official misconduct. Uh, look, guys, I'm listening. We all been on crime scenes and stuff that happened and a group of us is standing around. I can't, I can, I can say for myself, I, I don't talk like that and nor the people I work with talk like that. I mean, it's a little rough. I, I just want to revisit something I had said when, and Holiday and Wadi, you said also, this is not police behavior, officer's behavior. Now, I'm not saying all officers, but of course, a majority, or I can speak for myself, and officers like Wadi and Holiday, and also the ones we, 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 we're with, it, it, it's something, it is something more, more to this. And I said it to say, because you get, you need to know who you hire. Because none of that made any sense towards real towards police officers that that looked at it. Nobody I talked to, any, nobody I talked to, agree with what happened. Nor said none of it was police tactics. None of it. It was more of a gang tactic. They pulled the cat over, snatched him out the car, and start start going off. A taser was deployed, and he ran. See, I would have ran too. And no, I'll take that back. I wouldn't I wouldn't ran because but and then in the second and, and then second the second time they, they called up to him, that's when that's when that's when it it it, it happened. So uh, I'm gonna play, we wanna play something else. And you know, because there's more than than just us was just thinking this. But let me let me play this and then we'll we'll talk about it. Any of the police officers involved have prior criminal records? Uh, no. You're certain of that? Uh, as far as I know, they they did not. These officers were hired um, uh, from three, I guess, three to six years is what their tenure was. But um, I'm not certain that there were any uh, criminal charges on them. But uh, I don't I don't want to say for sure. 
but as far as I know, they didn't. And that's coming from the police chief of Memphis. She's not sure. Well, I get it. You know, she's you know she's the boss, and she have uh, okay. units to handle all that stuff. But, but it comes is it come it came up that Memphis at a time lowered its standards where they didn't take you didn't need any college credits. You was able to you you only needed five years work experience and anything five years work experience, and they even waived some of some of a uh, candidate who has a felon in their background. Let me ask you, could this be the reason why the, the, the behavior they displayed against Tyree Nichols is the reason? Because they just, they, the department waived the, the lower the qualification to become officer, and this is what a product of it. I think it could be. It's like they're three, it was three, six, Three to six years, right? Right, right. They range from two, two to six years, something like that. Two to six or three to six years, yeah. It's like that could be one uh, issue. Um, lower standards. Two. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. don't know how they operate. You know, you know, in our city, we have training. Right. You know, we have two, two, three, four, five, six years. You should know. Can and cannot. Right. I just think they never been disciplined like that. Mm -hmm. They probably they probably lack of training. Man, but they, they this this was a beating, man. Right. Right. <laughs> it, it, That's it's, like, I, it's like you can right. say all this, but it's like a beat. It's like, man, it's not like they accidentally hit him with a baton on the neck or something. Exactly. Like, like exactly. it's like they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was that's why I was sitting up there, guys, like when people are like, well, is it a uh we need reforms or or training uh, this and that. And I'm like, I don't I said in this case, it doesn't matter what you have. These cats were on, on a different level. Right. These were D5, these were these five officers just a disregard for human life disregard for for policies and procedures disregard for the oath they took and they just took matters in their own hands and said forget everything else and and let's be honest in a disregard for themselves i'm pretty sure they have families responsibilities they they they, they yeah. threw it they threw it away man for what for if what if I could, if I could interview one of them, I would just say, I would just sit there and be like, "What the hell were you thinking?" I would because just look at I them. can't tell you. <laughs> right. Even okay, even if one it was like rumors, one was what messing around with a girl of his or something. Right. Right. Whatever. Whatever the case may be, you still not gonna whoop his ass like that. Like. Well, exactly. With handcuffs on, there, there's no answer because, like you said, there's no reforming, and and and, and right. people reforming, no, no. Right, I, this this right here, right, this right here is not a police. It's not a police matter. I, I think the only, yeah. I think the issue with that maybe is because they lower the qualifications. Maybe, maybe because they lower the qualifications, and you you attract what you, you know, what you get. I mean, because 
uh, I mean, Miss Miss Wadi, I mean, what you think? It could lower the requirements. Could this have just been a product of, of that? Because that that didn't we all looked at the video and none of it made any sense. It's not even a matter. Of, I feel like lowering the requirements is a factor, but I feel like it almost it's not as big of a factor. Okay. Okay. As a whole, as a department, mm-hmm. just be me, me being transparent. You have to have a genuine heart to serve. Yes, ma'am. And yes, I don't ma'am. say with simplicity. I really like to be generic, but when I say you have to have a genuine heart to serve, that day of what they did, that's not the first time those cops have been corrupt. Somebody on the department saw that behavior or something that could lead to that. And while I don't have the facts, I'm not saying what I know, I'm saying what I think. I don't think there was intervention, which happens in many cases in some police departments, in many police departments. And that's just the truth of the matter. Everybody knows I love being a cop. Everybody knows I love being with my department, but I'm going to be objectively honest, just like I am with the criminals on the street, just like I am with racial cop topics and knowing when things are race baited and calling the media out, whoever out, political stuff always, but I'm still gonna be objective with being with policing and with on many police departments, there has been a turning of a blind eye when you see behavior that should have been checked. And some stuff is not just a slap on the wrist and some stuff is not just, oh, they should be suspended for three days if 30. Some people simply need to be fired. And when you don't fire them, when you don't pluck out the root when you don't stop things at the door, mm-hmm. that's when they lead to stuff like this. Because this yep. is not the first example we're seeing of police brutality. It's been cops throughout the years who have been covered, who should not have been covered by supervisors, by family members on the job. When you are a corrupt officer, you should have been fired. Not placed on no leave, not no suspended, and then when you do get convicted for unjustly killing somebody, no, it should not be no three years, nothing. It's video footage now. You see it. It was blatant wrong. Because if a citizen does that to a cop, what do we expect? The ultimate, the maximum sentence. And I believe we should. They should get the maximum sentence because overall, you coming at people who swore to risk their life for you who they don't know. Yes, when you kill a city official, a law enforcement officer, you should get the maximum time. There should be no negotiation when you do that. But in the same light, I feel like corrupt cops, I'm tired of this whole, we not, I'm, not, I'm not doing this beat around the bush on how much time they should get. They should get the ultimate mm. too, always when it's like this. There should not be no, well, he right. was. Because my thing is, when you think about it, this. You chose to take one of the highest oaths you can take. It should be, people should feel the utmost disgust and loathe when somebody abuses an oath that involves 
yes, you are protecting and serving the community, but you 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 get the right, the legal right to, God forbid, but if you have to, you get the legal right to take somebody's life. You do not abuse that because a life leaving this earth is not coming back. And you have the audacity to put in your heart, you're going to abuse that for whatever reason, for whatever your hate looks like. You should get the maximum time and let's stop playing these. What's this three-year, five-year sentence for some of these cops? Some of them. No, let's stop doing that. Because we should have equal energy, just like every criminal in these communities that don't want to comply when lawful orders, justifiable lawful orders are given and they want to attack police, they should get the maximum time. We could talk about that all the time, and I stand firmly in that. They should get the maximum time whenever they come at officers who are trying to risk their lives for these same criminals. They still protecting and serving criminals. Because even though this person is a criminal, if somebody tries to shoot up that criminal's house, guess what? We still got to stand in front of his house and fight for him or her. Mm -hmm. So if mm -hmm. you try to come at an officer who's doing their job the right way or just doing their job, you should get the maximum time. This whole slap on the wrist, these eye bonds, and all. no, no justification. And at the same time, when you take an oath, as big as the oath that we have, and you abuse that, you should get the max. You should get the max, period. Because I got the same energy for both sides. Because it's not about who's right, it's about what's right. It's about objectively what's right. Facts. But that's what I'm saying with these. I don't think it is. I feel like, yes, it's a contribution, like as far as um, lowering the standards. But a lot of the bigger issues is the turning of the blind eye. You saw something that, you know, you can't. It's some stuff like y'all said. You can't train people to have. You can't train a person who has some type of implicit bias. You can have implicit bias trainings because some stuff is, I, I'm not, and I'm not justifying nothing. Some stuff mm -hmm. can be stereotypic based on people's experiences, based on what they've been taught. And some, for some people, because I've, I've talked to people or just seen or listened to people who shared their experiences, how, of how their perspectives have changed because they've been introduced to something different than what they're used to seeing and what they've been used to being taught. That is a thing. Because it's probably ways that we were used to being taught that, you know, throughout our lives, throughout our, you know, lives of being on this earth and now being introduced to different things. You're like, dang, I can't believe I used to think like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So there are some mm -hmm. things, yes, you can teach. But when something, when it's like a deep rooted hate, like when people already have it in their heart, I'm going to look for a reason to harass this person to provoke them so I have a reason to attack them the way I want to. There's no type of training for that. And you need to be off the job and locked up. Because right. okay. you are an evil, hateful person. That's your wickedness. And that's what you want to do. Some stuff is not just, I mean, this is, because you know, you talk to certain people here and there. You, you meet people from all different walks of life. And again, it's not trying to minimize it, saying about, the, you know, I'm not trying to say, oh, well, it's not that bad. No, what I'm saying in context is you just have people from different perspectives. You know what I'm saying? It's like you meet people and you, and you hear people say in, com in casual conversation something to you. You'll be like, well, you know, some people grew up like this and that. And you'll get some people who literally be like, seriously? 
I didn't know that. Or somebody will tell you, man, I've been on the job 20 years ago. I used to be like, yes, lock everybody up, lock everybody up, any little thing to do wrong. And then they come across that one or two situations where that's why they did that. No, mm-hmm. it's not excuse. No, it's not justifiable. But dang, I saw hopelessness there. Mm-hmm. That's a situation where I saw hopelessness there. I've never come from that type of upbringing, that type of surrounding community. I don't know what that's like to live in a, in a cultural environment. When I say cultural, somebody told me a long time ago, a friend of ours, people come from different cultures within their homes. And when you are raised a certain way and you're exposed to certain toxic things, there's a certain toxic form of survival that's taught to you. And in their minds, they don't know nothing else. And you get some cops who would just be like, I never knew people grew up like this. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I never knew people. Mm -hmm. I I knew people grew up in bad situations. But being on this job, you you get exposed. You get to see what different types of bad people grew up in. And for some people, Mm -hmm. you know, some stuff is an opportunity. We're not talking about them. I'm talking about people that's in the trenches. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I caught a girl in the retail theft, like trying to steal. You know, we called her. She was just mad faced. And I talked to her. I said, you know, you know, your life is more valuable than the stuff you're trying to take. And she literally told me, she was like, she's like, I get it. You're right. But you don't understand. I'm 15. It's more to it than this. I live with my grandmother who can barely take care of me. I have to buy my own tissue Mm. for the house. I have to buy my own tissue. I have to buy my own this. I have to buy my own that. I got to try to find ways to get her medicine for she cannot take care of me. I'm just in her house because I need a legal guardian because my parents won't take care of me. You see what I'm saying? That's right. Even me. I didn't grow up in Mm -hmm. that that type of environment that can predicament. I grew up in the suburbs. And I've been blessed and fortunate to have both parents, a Christian home. I've been taught morals. I've been taught, I've been given things, blessings that people and opportunities and resources that people, certain people just didn't have access to. So for me, I could have easily came on a job like, yeah, everybody who steals something, let's just, you're just a terrible person. You're just a terrible person. You're just a terrible person. I could have had that whole, I could have painted that broad paintbrush on everybody, but listening to somebody like that, I'm not excusing to be clear. I'm not excusing her behavior. I'm not excusing her stealing. She was in the wrong, but in that moment, when she told me that, I said, okay, we just both acknowledged what you just did was wrong. You saying they they laid you off because they didn't even, they weren't even considerate when you caught COVID, when you was working at a McDonald's on 79th and Yates. And I knew, she, I said, okay, that could, that could sound truthful. I work in that district. I know where the McDonald's is on 79th and Yates. And they didn't, they weren't, they didn't give you the courtesy to let you come back after two weeks so i said okay if i give mm-hmm. you some resources where they hiring and they will accept people like you even at your young age will you take these resources she literally her face lit up she's like yes please you know what i'm saying so exactly. and you get cops like that when they're introduced to people who come from different cultures there is a certain different understanding that people get when they're open to it but you're, like i said you know some of these trainings just a lot of these trainings are beneficial because you have some people who are not necessarily 
trying to be racist or discriminatory. They just have certain perspectives based on all they were interested, they were exposed to themselves. You know what I'm saying? So when you have these conversations, you can't open people's minds to something different. But all in all, with this particular situation, these guys, it was just about abuse of power, a vendetta in there, mm-hmm. and a piece of you need an identity behind this badge that makes you feel like you're somebody tough and that you're higher than people in the community. That's what that was. Yeah, you know, man, uh, Ms. Wadi, you, you said it all. One thing I want to highlight and want people to understand and hear what you just said. Old girl get called Charlotte. Okay. The reason why she do it because nobody else is going to, it's just her. She's 15 years old and she got to fend for herself. Her grandma can't, can't help her. Her parents don't, parents disown her, okay. But then what you did, what I have done, and I know uh, Holiday have done, okay, we didn't just lock her up. Like, okay, we're going to deal with this. This is nothing. The judge told Lisa, this ain't nothing going to happen with this. But we're going to give you the tools. We're going to give you some resources on where we can do this the right way. I want people to understand that. We still got to do our jobs. But we can hear the stories and we can we can we can we can empathize and, and sympathize with you. But it's like, okay, what we're gonna do, we also gonna help you too. You know what I'm saying? I want I want people to really take home what you just did. Uh because that's one of them things that we to to bring bring this full circle is what we talk about. This job is not designed for everybody to do, it's not for everyone. When you say you have to have a heart to serve, that's that's important. That's an important piece of the qualification should be number one. You must have a heart. You can't lower something that you, this job is not a it's not an office job. It's not a nine to five. It's not, you know, you, you punch a clock. You're not sitting in a cubicle. You're not swinging a sledgehammer. You literally can change people's lives on this job. You know what I'm saying? So people, these politicians, stop lowering stuff because you feel, you know, I don't know what the hell you feel. You know what I'm saying? It's just placating to people who just shouldn't even have a voice, really. But I just really want to take, take I, I just really, I hope people listen to what you just said, Ms. White, because that's, that is huge, what you did. And there's a lot more officers that, that do that on a regular basis. How many rides we give, resources, predicament and situations that that know when to get you out of, to give you insight. We're not just there, just lock people up. We do far more that people, people don't even realize or give us credit for. But we don't ask for nothing. We don't ask for a pat on the back or anything like that. All we ask, Here's me. I, I can talk for myself. All I ask for you to for the uh, the politicians and the people of, of, that run this state or city or whatever case may be government to respect us, to have our backs when we need it. That's it. I don't want much. But if if we're out there doing right, then say we're doing right. Because you damn sure say we're doing wrong. A couple clips that we we came across and. We're gonna to listen to a couple of them, then we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about race in this matter. What's he gotta do with 
racism and white supremacy. So people Why are white also, people responsible for this? Okay, so people could also argue that this is due to internalised racism, which is a byproduct of societal or institutional racism, also referred to as white supremacy. So black police officers become white supremacist racists who kill black people because they work in an atmosphere of white supremacy. Is that it? I can explain it a little bit better. Okay, so anti-blackness is baked into society here and in the US, and black people are not impervious to that. And so what people fail to realise... So black people are anti-black? Yep, this, exactly. So let me explain it. I know Which it's very confusing. So let me explain it. Let me explain it, Piers. So what people fail to realise is that when black people have to contend with racism, they can end up internalising it. And that can result in low self-esteem, self-loathing, and rejection of one's community. And when you combine those feelings, which, as we know, are also referred to as unconscious bias. When you have those feelings and they are compounded by hierarchy and power, it can lead to an individual abusing said power and projecting their self-hate onto another. And this is it's why, really in my opinion, why we see black and white police officers killing more black people than we do whites. Reason why is because of racism, which includes internalised racism, Pierce. Right. I think that's complete nonsense. Yeah. You, you know, DL, it really is troubling when they continue to see all this evidence that we have a problem with the culture of policing in America. One of the questions I was often asked was, well, they're black officers. Are you surprised what they did? And I said, no, because the race of the police officer isn't the, the determining factor of whether they're going to commit excessive use of force but it is the race of the victim. And it's often yeah. black and brown people who bear the brunt of police brutality. I mean, yeah, we don't see videos about white brothers and sisters who are unarmed facing this kind of excessive use of force. Okay, so we listened to a couple of people there. The last one was Ben Crump. And he's saying it's not, it doesn't matter the race of the officer. It's what the police department in general is training and the culture of the police department is why a lot of black and brown uh, people are subject to have more uh, in, in receiving police brutality or even killed. Um, what do you guys make of this? Is, is this right here, do, I, I can say this clearly just, Simply put, for me, I was never taught this way. I don't know what what was you know what they're what they're saying. I get it. I get what they're saying, but I was never I was never taught that way. I was never, you know, the job never changed me in a way where I'm out there, you know, beating up on black and brown folks, black and Hispanic people. I tell you that. No, if I'm if I'm whooping some ass, everybody getting it, no, no matter what color it is. You know what right. I'm saying? So, uh, only thing I can say for myself that I come across a lot of demographic of people: black, white, brown, orange, whatever the case may be, <laughs> the whole rainbow. Okay. The most blowback I get is from black and Hispanic people but majority black. What do you mean, Jules, blowback? They're not compliant. Compliance, understanding. I have to get out of, I have to, at the young people say, pop off or get out of body so people can understand. 
And I have to do that towards black people and Hispanic people. Now, I'm not telling you what, I'm not telling you just something just out the side of my ass. I'm telling you what I know and what I experience. So there's no pushback, no feedback from that. I'm telling you, I'm giving you my experience. Not saying that's all black or brown. I'm just saying majority from dealing with white suspect, dealing with Asians, dealing with uh, Middle Easterns, dealing with black and dealing with Hispanics. I get a lot of pushback from black and Hispanic people. That's just my experience. But again, what Ben Krupp was saying far as police brutality more on black and brown, in my experience, in that case, they don't always comply to my verbal command. And I'm always, I'm them officers that's always come at you correctly as a human being first. But then when you show me something else, then that's when I have to change. So guys, what do you think, man? <laughs> I mean, I already got it. I already know what you guys think. I mean, does race play a part in this one? I don't, I don't know. It's not about race. Because let me tell you, you can't tell me as big as the America is when somebody white get jumped or shot at. Because it's, it's out there. It happens. Uh-huh. It's just it don't sell. It, right. right. They're not going to show me. You know, um, unfortunately, I hate to say, let's go by experience. You're correct. Uh, his, uh, black and brown are already just mad. You you try to t- uh, you give them verbal commands, they're not going to do. Not right away. Not all of them. Some will, but not all of them. The ones you see that, and, and trust me, I don't want nobody hurt. I don't want nobody dead. I don't want none of that. But right. how many times you look at the video, you be like, just comply. Mm-hmm. If this person would have complied, they'll have been alive. Mm-hmm. And when you when you say that, then it's no, 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 no. That ain't the point. Well, it, it is the point because all of them will be alive. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's validity on both sides. And then, There's something to learn like, from both sides, right? Even with this last video, it was like he was complying 100. percent I'm sitting there like, well, what the fuck are they watching? I said, I'm sorry, he died, but no, he didn't. You know, if they say lie on the ground on your stomach, lie on the ground on your stomach. Get a lawyer. Everything's recorded. Mm -hmm. You see how they mistreat you. Man, take it to court. Right. But instead, you fighting these people. And now you're dead. And And it's not his fault. I mean, you shouldn't die. Right. Like, we right, get it. Right. So, uh, so for the people listening, I'm not pushing that aside. Right. I'm just saying. No, no, no. Listen to that first verbal command. You would have been okay. As big as America is, I think it happens to all races, but it's shown on video more than others. Well, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's an agenda where it sells more with its black uh, a black suspect and, and white, uh, definitely white police officers. You know, even with this one, you didn't hear, you didn't have the outrage like you did with a George Floyd. So we see the, we see the difference. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, we have people talking about policing, uh, policing in America. You can't trust, you can't, you know, there's 
you know, that you can't trust police officers and and even the black ones and people are scared and and that's just bad. That's just bad energy and bad uh, advice and statements to and dangerous statements to to say out to speak out like that. Because like I said, like we said before earlier, a lot of men and women are out here doing doing what they're supposed to be both supposed to be doing and beyond. Miss, why they didn't have to do that for that young lady? She could have just locked up and don't no one didn't say nothing. But she took it upon herself to give her resources because she can she 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 can understand and she want to help. There's more people. There's more officers like Officer White, so you can't say you'd be scared of officers and officers do this. They are no good and all that. You know, that talk, if we didn't learn, if people didn't learn from George Floyd, uh, that talk, that reckless talk is, is, is disastrous. It's no good. It's, it, you know, because what have you, we have, what have we seen since 20, it's 2023. What have we seen since 2020? Crime everywhere is, 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 is high. People were just, just upset. The world is just so divided and it's not, and it's not good. And it's not good. Keep the, keep the content where it needs to be. Keep the blame where it needs to be. These five officers, these five officers, no good. And these five officers only reforming is not going, you know, they want to push the George Floyd reform police and the police and act. Nah, because, you know, and one of the things you want to get with qualified immunity, which would never happen. And we'll do a show about that later on. You might as well forget that. They disbanded the uh, they disbanded the Scorpion unit. It was a unit those five officers was, was on. They uh, disbanded it after you know, of course, the video had came out, and you know, there's big backlash on 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 that unit. Now, I've been on a couple of those units like the Scorpion unit, where we in a high crime area, and you know, we we do our thing. Where there's a lot of gangs, there's a lot of guns, a lot of dope. And those units I see are, are, they work. You know, they, they, they essential. You really need those units. But them to disband it, they, they should. And I feel in my, my opinion, they shouldn't. We'll have a little clip to show. We'll talk about that unit a little more then. And then we'll just give a brief, you know, a brief thought. Should it be disbanded or not? Some of the officers charged for Tyree Nichols' death were part of the controversial crime-fighting unit, Scorpion. Short for Street Crimes Operations to Restore Peace in Our Neighborhoods, Scorpion is a 50-person unit that works in groups of 10, 7 days a week. They are tasked with dealing with car thefts, gangs, and violent crime suppression. Scorpion operates by conducting traffic stops, searches, and seizures in unmarked police cars and civilian clothing, with some community organizers saying that you don't know it's Scorpion until you see it on the back of their hoodies. Formed in October 2021, they had made 566 arrests and had seized over $100,000 in cash. They also took 270 vehicles and 253 weapons off the streets in their first year alone. Mark Lesher, a former Memphis police sergeant who retired in 2021, told Yahoo News that he began to see a large number of relatively inexperienced officers being put on specialized units such as Scorpion. Lesher said former colleagues still at the department have told him that the Scorpion unit, which launched after he retired, is known for having a zero tolerance policy on crime which meant that the officers do what they can to arrest people what do you guys think real quick we have to we have to be long-winded on this one these specialized units people are like oh we don't need them they 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 disproportionately in the black and brown neighborhoods they're no good well they are good because you get criminals out there to actually do crime and actually 
cause shootings, cause deaths, selling dope, you get overdose, uh, you know, just name it, burglaries, whatever the case may be. So you need units like those. You you call them the goon squad. You know, you call them the knock around guys, you know, because that's what they do. They go after hard, you know, hard criminals. So should they, have, in your opinion, should they have disbanded the unit or should they kept it and just say, hey, these were the five officers, these were the five knuckleheads, but they're gone, but we still have the unit because clearly they took in, they taken over 200 some uh, guns off the streets, recovered a hundred some thousand dollars worth of dope money, you know. So what you guys think? Honestly, my quick response is I don't like to comment on stuff until I have the full facts and information on, like I heard this one just sounds like legitimate, but I want I want concrete confirmation of everything that entails the unit because, and this is a story I'm still looking into because like I said, I don't like to speak on things that I just heard. I want to actually do research before I comment on it because there was a story following the Tyree situation where a guy, I think a year ago, was stopped by that unit too. And he actually Mm -hmm. didn't wrong and they was kind of on him and harassing him and I, I have to go back and pull the story up and, and send it to y'all and share it with you because apparently um this is just what I'm just saying what he said and this is something I'm going I'm saying on air I have to go back and research to confirm facts and evidence before I give my take on it but okay. um he's saying like they was trying to accuse him of something and then he got really scared and kept trying to say, like, you know, this is what I do for work. I sell this. I don't do this. Uh, it's not mine. And I, that's not mine. And I don't know if they was trying to plant drugs. But then he said the officers started laughing, like, man, ain't nobody got no, like, they, something that they was accusing him of doing, they knew he didn't. They was just trying to scare him. And then they let him go. And then okay. they just you know what I'm saying? And that's something that I'm going to mm. go back to that article, send it to y'all and research it further to see how factual and true it is because um, yeah, it's just something for me to look into because he did, okay. I watched an interview of that guy and I got to find, remember what his name is. Um, You know, the whole scaring people into believing that they're going to get in trouble just to kind of prove who you are as a unit. I don't need, for me, like I said, I don't know how true it is, but right. Hypothetically speaking, I don't need to do that if I'm out, if I'm after the real criminals that's killing people. Well, so Miss Wadi, I remember you used to be a part of part one of your, one of those units too. How how did you how did you how did you? I mean, I know you, I know you. So what do you think? Do you think that that unit was 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 good for for the community? The unit you was on. TST. Yeah, I think CST was good when they um introduced it, like. I, for me, because I was just getting off probation status, um, so it gave me the opportunity to grow and basically mm-hmm. figure out what type of police officer, how how I wanted to police and how I wanted to go about things. Because, yes, we have department directors and general orders to go out, but you still figure out what type of police officer you are. You know, so for me, I was just kind of getting out, out of that nervousness of being on probation, taking all, taking everything in that I've learned since I was a probationary police officer. So just, you know, getting more content and uh, confident in what I do and how I go about things. So it was a good learning experience. I don't feel like there's anything wrong, but 
Okay. I'm all for like if you got to stop a car with probable cause, not mm-hmm. look for a reason to stop them, but if you already have clear reasonable suspicion or probable cause, like do what you got to do and investigate. You know, it's our job. You the police, oh, yeah. you got to be police investigate. Yeah. But I'm you not for the whole. I'm not for. You know, if I see a charge, I'm gonna find a reason to stop it. No, I'm not doing that garbage. Oh, I'm yeah. not doing. That. Yeah, Miss Body. I'm know, not doing that. That's know, harassment. You, that is harassing people. You can have a that's just like if I had a charger. Oh yeah. You, you know get, what I'm you, saying? Yeah, I'm gonna stop you, Miss Waddy. If I see you in a charger, I'm gonna be like, oh okay, Miss Waddy, <laughs> I'm gonna stop you. <laughs> holiday, holiday, what you think, man? What you think, man? Uh the uh, scope scope use specialized units in particular. Yay or nay? Uh, unfortunately, you need it. Yes. You need it. Um, why I say that? Because certain units can do a little more than other units. You got damn right. You know, like, um, you know, um, and let's face it, every unit can have their bad apples, but it's not the unit's mm-hmm. fault. It's them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like, like, the, the guy that was on the video, he said how much cars was impounded and how much guns was off the street and how much this is that. And the only thing they was concerned was, was it legit? Um, their focus was, did they come correct when they, I, I'm, I'm taking, when they did all of that, was mm. it legit? I said, now, Unfortunately, um, their techniques are needed to get these guns off the street. Mm-hmm. And uh, we need certain units to focus on that. Right. right. You know, you have your B cars needed for the community. If, if you got people that specialize in you know, what to look for, how to get weapons, how to get dope off the street. Right. You had those units, right. But but that doesn't mean the next person, the next unit is better. It doesn't mean it's worse. So um, me personally, I mean, I'm glad they got the bad apples out. But right. um, I, would, I wouldn't discontinue it. So, so here's the thing for everybody. We all on one accord. These units are good, but it just had to be done right. That's all. The units are good, just have to be done right. That means, you know, you're going to trick it out. Listen, you're going after the worst of the worst. So you got to match that energy and then some. So you're going to have to do some things. You might have to get a little, you might have to get a little dirty. You know what I'm saying? But there's a way of, of, of doing things. That's all. It's just a way of doing things. Uh, you have to be right, like Ms. Wadi said. Can't just be made up. Can't be harassment or like that. You have to have reasonable suspicion or probable cause. It just has to be done right. That's all. That's all. But man, you know what, guys? We unpacked it a lot in this episode. Oh, I sure. mean, we unpacked it a lot. A lot was being said. It's some, you know, high emotions and, you know. So we're gonna we're gonna leave the people. We're gonna leave our viewers, our listeners. So we're gonna leave our listeners. Uh, just a little joke. I saw a clip <laughs> of a comedy show and uh, about this, and just to 
just have just a little laugh because I mean, it's, you know, uh, laughter for us people, if you don't know, helps. We see a lot of things that people shouldn't see on a daily basis, I might add. And laughter is one good medicine, one good technique and treatment that that, that can help. I know, I know it helps me. So we're going to play this clip, but we want everybody to listen. Be aware you're surround us, love one another, okay? Let's stop being divided. Uh, Holiday and Ms. Wadi, thank you for being on this right along with me. Always remember, be alert, be safe, be aware, but also be dangerous. The type. They're not just any police officers. They were actually part of an elite unit within the department with a special focus on violent crime. That, the elite unit. That was elite. Yeah, yeah, it was elite. It was elite, and like, and the whole idea of an elite unit is already kind of weird, right? Like, shouldn't the whole police force already be elite? I mean, you already got guns. Like, you know, it's like this, this is like when you get on the plane and the flight attendant tell you, "Oh, well, you're lucky today. This is one of our elite pilots." Well, who the hell who's flying this shit before, ma'am? But there's something even weirder about this elite unit, and that's in the name of this elite unit. They were actually called the Scorpions. Oh, wow. The wow. Scorpions, the acronym. You know, you, know, you know, the police, they love the acronyms. And Scorpion stands for Street Crimes Operations to Restore Peace in Our Neighborhoods. Oh, Scorpion. Okay. And, okay. I, look, and I don't know about you, Dia, but look, as, as a rule of thumb, no police unit should be named after a Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> I agree. Agreed. You can't name no unit Scorpion, because once you give them a name like Scorpion, it don't matter what they're even there for. They're going to be violent with the shit. You can have a police unit that only does paperwork, but if you call them Scorpions, they're going to be swooping in and whooping ass with W-2 forms. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll check you out next time. Wait a minute, people. We're not done yet. We're to announce our Blue Cape Award winner. Holiday, who's getting an award today? Today's Blue Cape Award winner goes out to no other than Anthony Alexander Jr. Anthony is hailed as a hero last winter for saving two children who fell through the ice pond. Anthony was at a park with friends when three children fell through the ice pond. Anthony stated, he reached his arm out. His arm was close to my hand, so I just pulled him out. And the girl drifted over and I pulled her out. The third child was rescued by a respondent officer. Anthony was honored for his bravery. Unfortunately, Anthony Alexander was shot and killed accidentally. A 16-year-old turned himself in and stated that he did not realize the weapon was loaded. Our thoughts and prayers go out to the family of Anthony. You did not die in vain. Those children are alive and well because of you, and we thank you for being our Black and Blue Vanguard podcast winner. Thank you, Holiday, for announcing our Blue Cape Award winner. People, you can always check us out on Red Circle, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Verbal, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Please, we encourage you all, if you have any questions, comments, or if you want to vent, hit us up at Black and Blue Vanguard Podcast at gmail.com. What is police brutality? Does it exist? Police brutality. A coin term that's been worked to death. It's run the gamut from physical brutality to rudeness, and it's a damaging term. When the police do something that's objectionable, call it what it is, rudeness, undue force, neglect of duty, or whatever, but not police brutality. It can't be defined. It's just a label that some factions of our society use to destroy public faith in constituted law and authority, the police.